0: Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to point out that I actually addressed this on Facebook, but I thought it was important to get into the recording. This past weekend, I actually had a live show here in South Minneapolis, and due to technical errors beyond my control, those errors being, I forgot to hit the record button on my recorder. I didn't Actually, record the episode. I had a full panel. We were covering the Berenstain Bears and the New Neighbors, and unfortunately, none of it got committed to audio. So I won't be able to actually broadcast the live show, and the people who were in the audience watching the live show enjoyed an exclusive, you know, experience that no one else will ever be able to have. It was just lost to the ether, lost to the ages, as live performance used to always be it was always something that you just couldn't get anyway i'm still doing the show i'm still going to cover the berenstain bears new neighbors i'm going to get my guests back and talk to them each individually and put together sort of a jumbo episode of deep in bear country in order to cover this much requested much anticipated book so be on the lookout for an episode covering the lost live show again it was all my fault i forgot to hit record okay and now on to the actual show said mama bear it seems to me you cubs watch much too much tv watching all that tv slush will surely turn your brains too mush Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and today we're going to talk about watching too much TV. And not only about watching too much TV, we're going to talk about turning off the TV and getting outside and enjoying nature. Enjoying, dare I say, God's creation. No, I don't dare say that, but the Berenstain Bears dare say that because I am covering 1993's The Berenstain Bears and The Big Picture. But oh Not only 1993's The Berenstain Bears and the Big Picture, I am also covering 2010's The Berenstain Bears Discover God's Creation. That's right. The first book, in case you couldn't guess, was, uh uh-oh, A Cub Club, Look Ma, I'm Reading. And the next book was, of course, Zonder Kids, the 2010 rewrite where they put God in the picture and changed the entire texture of the narrative. Now, I don't have any problem with a book that tells kids, hey, turn off the tube and start wa- you know, getting out and enjoying nature. Stop watching TV. Put down that remote control and go climb a tree or something. I understand kids did that. I didn't personally. I was usually inside watching TV. But, But I do have a problem when you make God tell me to turn off the TV and get outside and enjoy his creation. It seems a little presumptuous on his part you know it's that whole like i made this thing for you to enjoy now stop what you're doing and go enjoy it i i I don't do that i wouldn't make you stop listening to other podcasts in order to enjoy this podcast whether or not you would actually enjoy it i don't know but i also would use the quality of my product to sell itself so maybe the cubs well we'll get to that First, The Berenstain Bears and The Big Picture by Stan and Jan Berenstain. Again, 1993, a cub club. Look, ma, I'm reading. This is a book. It's a very simple story. Uh, Mama Bear comes in and she catches the cubs watching television. And she's like, you know what? Turn it off. I'm tired of you kids watching television. That's where she uses the quote. uh, Watching all that TV slush will surely turn your brains to mush. I will not argue. I will not bicker. I will keep the TV clicker for younger members of the audience. A clicker is what we used to call a television remote because they used to go click because they actually had mechanical buttons in them. It was actually a thing. Uh, The kids beg and plead. In fact, we have what is possibly the worst cover of any Berenstain Bears book I've ever seen. It's a composite image of interior images. So if you look on the inside this is the these are the images that they use on the cover of the book it's mama lecturing the cub she's sticking the remote into her pocket Uh, brother is literally down on one knee begging mama not to take the remote control away sister is throwing herself across the ottoman in some weird genuflection to mama i don't know she's begging her they just took those elements and uh repurposed them for the cover in a in a in a layout that doesn't make any sense uh, because of the way they reposition the characters, Mama is not lecturing at them; she's lecturing at someone across the room. Brother is looks literally like he looks like he's praying to God now, and Sister is gazing off somewhere in the mid distance. Uh, it really doesn't work. It's the first example I have of the Cub Club books looking like the effort that was put into the production, not into the writing, not into the drafting of the layout or the work that the uh, that the illustrators, the, the the hired illustrators, did. I think they still did a fine job. But the the cover looks a little jury-rigged, like it was just slapped together at the last minute. They sort of were like, oh, we don't actually have a good enough image for the front. And, And in that regard, I'm going to say that the Berenstain Bears Discover God's Creation, the 2010 rewrite for Zonder Kids, was actually a superior product. It actually has brother and sister looking like they're discovering God's creation and not like they're begging God to please don't take their TV away, which is kind of a strange you know, portal into your story. But in any case, mama, of course, doesn't listen to them. She takes their TV away. It, sister is literally heartbroken. She's thrown herself across the ottoman. And is and Her body is shaking with sobs. This is a child who is not happy with the way things have turned out. She is, this has devastated her. I don't know. I mean, personally, I understand it. If someone took my TV away in 19, well, maybe not 19... 93 and like when I was a little kid probably in like 1983 84 85 I hadn't had time to set the VCR I knew I was going to miss whatever was on TV I would definitely be this upset she was probably in the middle of watching a program and when you're a little kid you don't really understand that life is ephemeral life is transient your experiences aren't necessarily a TV show's not really that important and to kids these days who know I mean this won't even make any sense to them TV is not TV is something you can grab whenever you want it. Not in my house. Not in my house. I, not to not to belabor the point. We don't have a television in this house. I, it's, it's not one of those I don't even own a TV situations. It's, we, not, we just don't have a TV. There's no place for a television in that. We have a piano in the living room. You can't see it, but there's a piano in the living room where I think – Other families might put a television. Uh, We have an office, but we can't put a TV in there either. There's really no place to sit. We have a basement, but it's very small and dank, and I wouldn't want to watch TV down there. So there's really no place to put a television in this house. We do have our tablets, though. We have like 17 tablets floating around the house. We have laptops, phones. That's kind of how we watch things. We can't invite people over and watch TV. That's not going to – I mean, I'm not going to – have a bunch of friends over and be like, okay, you sit on this leg and you sit on my lap and we'll watch a movie. That's just not the way it's going to work. So, in that regard, we're a little, you know, hemmed in as far as our choices, our life choices go. But our kids understand that TV these days is something you sort of, it's on, I believe the phrase is on demand. You can just. Say I want I want TV now, and then you just turn on the TV, te- your whatever your device your portable device, and there it is. There's the new Voltron. There's uh, old Strawberry Shortcake cartoons. There's uh, some He Man's. There's the Gilmore Girls. There's whatever you want. It's just there. Uh, they don't they don't kids don't bust out in sobs like this because you interrupted their show. And I mean maybe they do. I mean kids don't really understand that. It's a little dated, and also that's like a you know like, that's an old TV set. You have to explain to kids that's a TV set. That's what they used to look like. They were big and heavy, and they stood on legs. Uh, But you know what? Brother takes sister and says, hey, look out the window. There's another world. There's a world outside the TV. Acknowledging the fact that television is a portal to another world, and that's really exciting. One of the things I really love about television, by the way, sometimes it's, you know, more exciting than Earth. So they go outside, and they are immediately thrilled at what they see. Flowers, trees, grass, dirt. Which is unusual if you read the Berenstain Bear books, because they've been outside before. I I have on good authority that brother and sister spend a lot of time just outside. Like I think actually ninety percent of the books are set outside. They actually they have gone into the woods. They 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 explore their environment. They they've solved mysteries actually that require them to encounter wild animals. They they've been outdoors. This book is in a little weird pocket. Maybe like it was a week or two where they were just watching too much television. But you know what? They discover some rather obnoxious things, which are there's stuff called grass, there's things called trees, and flying things called birds and bees. And this is the narrator speaking. This is one of those things parents say to kids. Like, hey, look out the window. You know what those are? Those are called flowers. Haven't seen those in a while, have you? Like It's one of those obnoxious things that a parent would say to a child when they want them to get outside. Maybe you should look outside and discover there's a world. They're sort of presenting it in a positive way, but it's still, it's kind of obnoxious. And way, way up high, there's a big blue thing called the sky. And uh, there's other cubs running around, playing with them. And you know what? When you get tired, you can just sit and stay with your friends. So it says uh, there's other cubs to run and play with. And when they got tired, to sit and stay with. Which, you know, that's that's cool, I guess, staying Is a thing. Like, stay. Just stay with your friends when you're done with them. Like, I guess you could also, like, walk away or go, like, to a different playground or just say, hey, I'm gonna go inside now. But, or you can just stay with your friends. But they go and they play and they slide and there's cool dinosaurs to ride on, which to me, this is like, hey, there's a little, there's a little uh, Mike Berenstain influence here, I wanna say, because he's the dinosaur guy. Like, he's the dinosaur guy. If you see dinosaurs, Think Mike Berenstain. That's kind of his bag. Man. They they climb, they play in the rain. The, uh, it does say that uh, sometimes it rained. One day it even hurricaned. I don't think so. I don't think it actually hurricaned. That's don't do that. Don't go outside if it's hurricaning. Like, that's. Please, please don't go outside in a hurricane. And besides, does this put bear country somewhere on the coast if it's hurricaning? Maybe. The like, maybe it is like okay. So, we do we know that this is the the east coast now? Like, is this an east coast hurricane? Is what I'm saying. If this is really a hurricane. I'm just putting that out there. Just thoughts, just think about it. East coast hurricanes. They're not, that's ain't the Midwest. No hurricanes here recently, at least. I mean, I've only lived here about 20, a little less than 20 years. No hurricanes here. So, uh, the sun spreads out. There's light all about who needs TV. They're like, who needs TV at this point. They're They're done with TV because they found a better world. And get this. This is my favorite because if this doesn't sell the outdoors to kids, you're done. This other world we have found has a better picture and better sound and worlds of wonder all around. This is pre-4K. So, you know, they don't know yet. They don't know what's coming as far as, like, the quality of our televisions. They haven't figured that one out yet. But as of the writing of this book, yeah, there's better uh, – There's better uh, things, you know, on TV now. Like, it's not always good sound. Sometimes you go outside and there's just nothing to listen to. Always something to listen to on television. So uh, they see the moon up in the sky. It's time to go home. And what do they see when they get home? Why, it's Papa Bear watching something on TV. They don't show us what it is, but from the look on Papa's face, I would say it's probably something the kids shouldn't be seeing. Uh, That's a quality grimace you got there, Papa Bear. Oh, boy. He just hunched right over that screen and that's the most guilty face i've ever seen on poor papa bear so uh the tick the the cubs turn mama's philosophy back around on papa bear too much of that tv slush will surely turn your brain to mush and papa's like i wasn't watching i wasn't watching anything so the the message of the book overall is that you should get outside don't watch too much television go outside there's things to do and you know what i totally agree Sometimes a little outdoors is nice. Sometimes I like to go for a walk myself. Sometimes I'll put on shoes. And, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to contribute to the conversation about going outside. But sometimes I'll do that. And I will enjoy – I will put on headphones and block out what's around me. But I will enjoy what's outside. That's my prerogative. And I I, I say the bear Berenstain Bears in the big picture is a nice way to – We've already had The Berenstain Bears and Too Much TV, which address this directly. This is more about the flip side. It's not too much TV. It's just not enough of that good nature stuff. That just dirt between your toes. These are fingers, but the dirt between your toes, uh, the, the wind in your face, the rain on your cheeks, not enough of that. So um, The Berenstain Bears in the Big Picture, 1993, Cub Club, Look Ma, I'm reading. It's a good book. I mean, it's not great. It's a little heavy-handed, but it's a fine enough book. Now... What happens when God gets involved? Let's find out. The Berenstain Bears discover God's creation. Now, this isn't just find out about God's creation. They are discovering this. This is is something new. We start off with a Bible quote, and God saw it was good. Genesis 1.10. God did see it was good. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Genesis story, it goes like this. There was nothing, and then God created everything. And then God said, this is good. That's pretty much how it went. And that's a quote. That's a real quote from the Bible. He said, it's good. Doesn't, I mean, so, okay. So if we're trying to convince children to go outside, because the big, the big push is go outside and enjoy what's out there because God made it. And it's great. It's not going to get any better, but then we're sort of creeping into like, Voltaire territory with the whole, like, Hey, there's no other world. So I guess this is the best one, right? Like you're not going to, you're not going to the moon anytime soon, kids. Although there was a Berenstain Bears book where they went to the moon. We covered that many, many, many episodes ago. I think it was a Dreamscape book. I don't think it was related to the actual continuity of the book. They didn't go to the moon, but you're not, you know, Hey, you're probably not going to live long enough to see us going to Mars. So enjoy this world. It's the only one out there. This God's creation love it because hey that's that's just that's the life that's the life you have so i don't see that as much of an argument i don't see i don't see the notion that this is god's creation as a good argument to go outside because of course it is. if you believe in god if you believe the world was created by a god you've already accepted that like that's part of your deal that's part of that's part of the de- like that's part of life is that's like saying like oh hope you enjoy that broken leg that's god's broken he made that leg made it breakable Um, So, you know, uh, I have a question here on the screen. Are there dino climbers in the God's creation version? I agree with you, Karina. I guess we'll see. Let's find out. Let's take a look. Uh, See if there's any changes. There's changes. But let's see if there's any changes. So Mama Bear, again, she walks in. She sees them, uh, you know, watching the TV. There's the same bowing and scraping, pleading, Mama, please, Mama, no. We haven't seen any, any religious stuff yet uh the, the kids are stunned they're shocked and then brother has a bright idea look out the window sister bear i see another world out there and that's what happened in the other book but then it says in it was bear country god's creation it was lovelier than any old tv station and i you know what that's a good rhyme that's a good solid rhyme you uh you worked in the main theme of the book you worked in the fact that they were watching tv that's good We are left with the notion, though, that bear country itself is God's creation, not the earth in general. So I'm going to take the book at its word that they're saying that there's the world, there's the planet that we enjoy. There's Pigville, Goatsburg, Duckton, and bear country. And all we're saying right now is... You're in God's country now. Like, this is bear country. Uh, we can't speak for the rest of the universe, but bear country was created by a kind and loving God. And that might not be the ultimate message. Maybe bear country is everything in this world. Like, maybe there is no outside bear country. Like, maybe maybe to the Berenstain Bears, you just, you don't cross that border anymore. Like, you could go to Aardvark land, but none of us are going to go there. Maybe it's kind of a, like, we don't speak to the bears who leave God's country anymore. Like, we just, they're gone. Like, they have disappeared. There's no reports of them coming back. There's no reports of them leaving because we destroyed all records. So, I don't know. It was bear country. God's creation. And it was better than any old TV station. I mean, we are just kind of take your word for it. So, they go outside, and we have our usual things, but they start throwing in little references. They say, uh, there was stuff called grass, things called trees, flying things called birds and bees. How did God think, think up all these? How did God think up all these? We don't, we don't really learn that. We know that from Genesis that there was nothing. There was chaos. And God said, let there be light. Let there be this. Let there be that. And there was. We don't really get a good peek behind the curtain. Now, if someone were to, say, write a prequel and to the Bible, uh, say, if I have any local writer friends, playwright friends, maybe they could write a good solid prequel to the Bible where we really find out. What was going on in God's head? Uh you know, how did he think up these birds? Was did he did he have a, like did he, did he had to think about it a long time? Was it a specific thing? Uh we we're going to find out sooner or later if there were or were not dinosaurs. Uh so I mean, I don't I don't know. Uh, we I mean, we we know now that dinosaurs uh, there was an evolutionary process and then there were birds. I won't say that birds were dinosaurs. This isn't like Steven Spielberg's Jurassic Park, but you know there's there's a shared uh there you know there's a shared heretic descendants like evolutionary lineage there, and then birds uh but there's birds in god's creation uh and the sky stretching to heaven above was filled with signs of god's great love all right so we're we're down to uh bear country was created by God. there are birds in bear country we don't know how God thought them up, and uh the sky is full of god's signs signs of God's love now this is not the same as like the signs that we saw in one of the previous books where brother was accidentally creating like Occult symbols out of pickup sticks. That's not this. This is a uh, this is other signs. I'm not sure what those other signs were or are, um, because they skipped that part. They just says the sky is full of signs of God's love. Uh, the other bears run. the The cubs run and play. And when they get tired, they sit and stay. We saw that. And bazinga, dinosaurs in bear country. Dinosaurs in God's bear country. This is God's country. This is bear country this is dinosaur country. And this is not, okay. So we know that there's dinosaur bones. We've found dinosaur bones An actual factual exists in this world. And one of the other religious rewrites we have coming up, there is an actual factual. So he's got that museum. He's got those dinosaur bones. I don't know what the bears have to say on the age of the planet. They don't go into really heavy biblical analysis. They don't, they don't, we're just throwing out quotes here. In fact, we haven't thrown out a single quote here. We've only thrown out one quote, and that was in the intro. That was just the dedication. That was just a quote from the Bible, and it's just the most generic quote of all. It was—I mean, you could read the Bible for five minutes, and you've, like, gone way past that quote. Like, this is, that's thats thats biblical quoting for, for lazy people, like, for beginners. I— I don't know. Mike is Mike, Mike is a little shy talking about his process of creating these religious books. So I don't know how he puts together like what religious aspects of what are going where, or if he's just trying to fill space with these rewrites. Because the newer books, the ones that he wrote from the ground up, obviously he could write from 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 the ground up. But I don't know if he if he how long he spent. Did he spend ten minutes doing this. Did he spend like a, a good day doing this? I I don't, I don't know his process. But this one stands out as not having a whole lot of meat added to it, which is strange because it's all about nature and, and God and stuff. But we do know that there's dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs as toys. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe in bear country, in God's bear country, maybe these are just like fantasy characters, maybe from like the bear of the rings. And that's a thing. That's actual, that's an actual thing in bear, in the Berenstain Bear books. There's a, There's The Bear of the Rings, I believe it's called. Uh, Sister Bear watches it on DVD in a book. I won't be getting to that one for several years. It's a later book, but trust me, there's Bear of the Rings. Uh, Who needs TV? Everything's great. Brother and sister, go home. God's creation, we have found, has better picture and better sound. A little tweaking of words. uh, And and worlds of wonder all around. Thanks, Lord, for this world we've found. Paying a little lip service. Thanking God for uh for everything he's done. Um thing up there called the moon, they should be home soon. They walk in on Papa Bear. Again, that look. Oh Papa Bear. I don't know what you were what you were watching up there. It was nothing good. Maybe one of them HBO shows. Oh. I've heard about them. I don't watch I don't watch adult programming. I don't watch anything that I wouldn't want my kids walking in on. I would never watch. I don't watch shows with swearing. Or skimpy clothes. I wouldn't even watch a thing with a swimsuit in it. Not this Papa Bear. So, uh, Papa, too much of that TV slush will surely turn your brain to mush is where the original book ended. This book ends. Come outside and you will see God's creation is much better than any old TV. Again, really whiffed it on the final poem, just didn't stick the landing uh come outside you will see god's creation is better than any old tv not even better than any old tv show just had to had to get that rhyme in there didn't really all right let's take a look final judgments berenstain bears and the big picture versus berenstain bears discover god's creation now so in the past i've been super gung-ho about these religious books i really uh, enjoy the way they add another layer a little bit of texture to the uh otherwise bland text the the you know sort of like uh, just sort of like pedestrian lessons they're teaching. But but this one, not so much. Uh, Didn't have a whole lot of meat on its bones. I mean, I guess if you're going to teach your kids to go outside, like get outside, turn off the TV, look at trees, play with friends, that's going to sell it one way or the other. Like you're just, you're either going to convince your kids to go outside or you're not going to convince your kids to go outside. And... I don't think that telling him that God made everything if you haven't told him that yet like if you're a if you're a person who teaches God to kids and you haven't yet taught the whole idea that God created things that's like lesson number one that's like that's like kid religion like entry that's entry-level kid religion stuff that's like where you start like day one you're like so before we go anywhere else everything you see around you there's God he's behind you too he can see and hear everything you say. That's all right. Let's move on. Now we'll read Genesis to a degree. Like we're not going to read the whole thing. Just don't. We're going to pick and choose some of the better stories because it gets kind of ugly there around the Noah parts and stuff. So it's just going to skip that. But that's like that's easy. That's that's nothing. So I can see where they wanted to like have this thing to like kind of celebrate. Maybe that's it. Maybe this is their like, hey, God. Like, we're just paying you back. Like, this is a book where we're just, like, we're singing, singing your praises. You're supposed to do that, right? Like, you're supposed to, like, sing the praises every once in a while. Like, that's kind of one of the rules. Like, yeah, yeah, you're cool. Like, you made a great... Remember when you looked down and said it was good? Yeah, we kind of agree with you. So... But it doesn't really add anything. And the, the, the new rhymes are a little bit clunky. I liked the creation and TV station rhyme, but not enough to run right out and suggest anyone buy it. And it does have a better cover. It's a brother and sister walking into the treehouse and it looks better than the original cover, but I'm going to say give it a pass. If you're not, you know, fully committed to buying it already, you know, you don't have to. It's cute, but uh, otherwise I would stick with the Berenstain Bears other books because I mean even the Berenstain Bears in the big picture isn't that great. It's just a book about going outside. If you happen to stumble across it at a used bookstore, sure, pick it up. It's out of print. You're not going to find this anywhere other than at your local wherever. So uh, that's it. That's my uh, that's my whole spiel. Um, Berenstain Bears, I give it a pass. We got so many more Cub Club books coming up, you wouldn't even believe. I will be back with more Cub Club books. I'll be back with. Uh, we're gonna get back into the uh, first time reader books. We're gonna get some more guests. We're gonna get some more fun. We're gonna get some more live shows, hopefully going on uh, sometime in the near future. We're gonna have uh, Brad and Jeremy back. Gonna look at some crazy Berenstain Bear artifacts, and uh, otherwise. I am at Twitter at stain Bearcast. I am at bearcast Bearcast.wordpress.com. You can write to me at Barrenstein Bearcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for this. I had a blast, and I will see all of you next week deep in Bear Country. And that's where I pause. And I pause a little bit before I hit stop on my